Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back. This is another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast and today we have Dan Meffin on the podcast and he's going to teach us all about his Shopify business and how he's gone from obviously having a car wrecking yard all the way into like e-com, four e-com businesses. He's going to drop some absolute knowledge bombs on the podcast today. I'm excited to learn. I'm going to learn a lot out of this and I hope you guys at home are going to learn something from it too. So Dan, just for the people at home that obviously don't know who you are, just give them a bit of a background. Obviously, we're going to talk about the e-com stuff today and everything like that. But I just want, I want to hear about where you've come from before we go into what you're doing right now and how you're making money online right, right now. Okay. Um, firstly, uh, thanks for having me. That's all right, yeah, man. Yeah, mate. Thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks for having me around the house. You hey, know, like it's, good. It's, it's, no, it's, it's good. good. This is something I've never really done before. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to share whatever knowledge, um, what comes out as we roll along. Sweet. But as from a backstory, um, or how far would you want to, give it, give like, obviously now, now, now you're in the position and you have like econ businesses that turn over X and X yeah. and X and X amount of money. And we'll go into that later on in the podcast. I just want people to understand of like where you started. Like obviously you were working a job originally. Um, yes, you'll yeah. obviously g- give people a bit of a background into how you started and then what made you get into the yeah, econ world. Definitely. This is a, I can reverse engineer all of that. I, there's, um, firstly, I was I go way back to when I was about 16, 17. Yeah. I went to a um, Robert Kiyosaki seminar. He's like the author of Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah, yeah. I saved up all my money and it was like $3,000. And I went to this seminar and one thing I got from that, he was like, he said, pay yourself first. And that was 100%. All. And that three grand was like all I needed to know. So I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to buy a house because I thought that's what I had to do. Yeah. So um, between 16 and 21, I saved um, and everyone was going out partying, my friends, and I was like staying at home. I, had, I was into cars. So I was always out racing or doing something like that. But I would spend money on my car, but I would save. And I bought my first unit at 21. And I thought, cool, I'm set. And then... Um, Man, I was like, at that time I was a manager at Macca's at Cavill and Surface, and I was, good job, um, still the hardest job I've ever had. Um, but, really? Yeah. <laughs> Even um, with all the systems they have? Oh, that was the golden nugget. Like, that, if I hadn't known what it was going to provide yeah. later, I would do it again. Um, but just, it, just to learn the systems that they had? Yeah, place. it was awesome. Like, the... The, the processes and the procedures and the training of the crew, the, the rotation of the product, the, the way you upsell to customers. There was sales training at Macca's, if you're smart yeah. enough to realize. Yeah. Um, and there were things there that just, um, little did I know, that's what I was getting into. And um, I soon realized that I couldn't pay a mortgage. I was on uh, 40 grand a year Wow. as a manager at Macca's. And that was a back manager. in 2004. Five, three or four and that was um, I was only 21 and it took a long time to 
sort of real I stayed there probably a bit too long and I went I had a real passion for fitness and then I was like I'm going to be a PT and so I went I was studying while I was at Mac I finished my course and then I got into the management and then I thought oh, I don't want to do this so took the biggest risk and I um, quit and went part time and I was like shit I've got a mortgage I need X amount of clients I got a job at a studio yeah. and they were like here's some lead boxes go and take them out and and they give you a little sales script. Yeah, it was yeah, real yeah. basic. Um, and all I, fig- I figured out really quickly, like I just used to sit there on the phone because I was in survival. Like my mum was bringing down like rice crackers and oats. I was living off tuna and oats and nothing. Because you just have to, t- you just have to, turn, you know, cold call leads and, and generate business. Yeah, right? that yeah. So I was just, I started calling. I'm like, if I'm, I figured out I can make eight calls an hour and I was running out of leads and I'd get one client in. I was like, cool. And I just, at that time, um, all the other trainers were doing the same thing and they were not having any success so I just I just kept going and then all of a sudden I got my first one and converted and then um, I remember I got myself to 40 sessions a week yeah. and then I didn't need Maccas anymore I quit there yeah, I quit that job yeah and then um, but at that I was also only getting $20 per client because the studio was cashing wow. in so I negotiated to get $22 lucky <laughs> yeah lucky it saved my life <laughs> but then I was like man this is not this is again why am I struggling not where I want to be I had so much motivation I was started training and then I got this job offer at Golden Door Health Club um, in Main Beach with a salary um, and then it was like 50 grand or something plus commissions on selling memberships I'm like yeah. cool I can I can sell I get some more sales training so I used to watch heaps of sales videos, Brian Tracy stuff, and just learn. Love Brian Tracy. Yeah, yeah, learn some of that. Um, and then I became, got this health club to a high level of members, and I was still doing PT, and then... Um, Obviously cash on the side of it as well. 50 grand plus the cash from the PT. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the it was a weird setup at that gym. You actually, it was part of the payments that you had to invoice, so you, yeah. it was not your own business. It was a funny way of that. That's how they did it. Um, but and then you know getting a lot of experience did that for quite a few years and then I just wanted more um, and had a background in tennis and then um, you know you know Bernard Tomic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah I used to be his friend yeah I used he, to live across the way from him I, I used to see him fishing every day yeah yeah, yeah it's a really, like he's a really nice lad but I, you go, normal you, you, well that's funny because yeah I, I used to go fishing sometimes with yeah him. yeah um, there was a thing going on where he needed a new fitness coach right. and I was like like a strength and conditioning person to travel with him and yeah. I was like fuck I'll um I reckon I could do that. I've got a tennis background. Yeah. So he had all these coaches come out and they were um, trialing. And I did a two-week trial, finished my trial. I thought it went... I was like, oh, yeah, these see guys. See how it goes. See how it goes. Anyway, he called me and he said, we want you to come on tour. Like, we've chosen you. Wicked. So I had to had like three ba- days to pack up my bags and move to um, um, uh, Florida in the States. Um, wow! See, see, this is yeah. why I love the podcast because like, I didn't, know even, I didn't know this didn't about know you. No, I you just, you just dropped this right <laughs> on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here like, I'm, I'm here like a little like schoolboy trapped Dude. in the lights. I'm like, this is brilliant. Like, I, I don't uh, even, I don't even really talk about. It. A lot of people wouldn't even know this yeah, about yeah. me. It was, yeah. This is why I love this. This is why yeah. I love this platform. Mate. This is it was, it was oh, 2008, 2009. So I packed my bags. I resigned from the gym and put all my eggs in that basket. 
Um, and then I traveled the US circuit and did all the US Open, did the Vancouver, did some tournaments and was just his strength coach. Uh, worked with him and his dad day in, day out. It was a really good gig. Met some cool people. Like, trained with all of the players. I was playing hacky sack with Novak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were playing soccer on the court. Yeah. Like, it was, it was mind-blowing. Um, did you go to Wimbledon? I didn't go to Wimbledon, no, 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 no didn't do that part. Um, and then, like, oh, New York was amazing, like, with the US Open, like, all the players there, and this was back in 09, so um, it was still Nadal, Federer, and all that, like, those guys are yeah. crazy career, like, still going. Um, but then, I know, it was really hard, like, he's a hard guy to... <laughs> work with? Yeah. Yeah, I've he heard do- that. Well, he doesn't want to work, but it's... You know, all respect. He's he's got a shitload of talent. Like it's it's crazy, mm. and it's really sad. He he needs to pull his head in, but that's what he could. He needs to figure out himself. Like he got so much fame so quick. Yeah. Um, so would you would you say that he's got so much ability that he's just given up on training? Yeah. Well, he Is was never like passionate. He was just like cars and women and um, drugs. Yeah, but no, he never drank, never got into drugs. No? No, he was, he's really, he's down to earth a good kid. Yeah. He just got a little bit, I don't know, it's, it's a real shame to see what happened. You could see it was going that way. And he's built, of, his house, have you seen the house that he's built? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a spaceship. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, 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 was there before he renovated it and yeah. like, they've gone to town on that thing yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good kid. I, I can't say too many bad things, but hard it, it's it's frustrating sometimes I just want to shake it out of yeah, himself yeah, you know? yeah. Um, but yeah anyway that I did that for a while that allowed you to pivot though what, what, yeah. what did you pivot into from that what I realised was it wasn't still wasn't fulfilling me like I was like I want I've always wanted to build businesses and do stuff yeah and like for myself so then I decided I'll come home um, and I was like I had this idea and it was no one was doing it. It was because I was obviously passionate about health and fitness and food, nutrition. Yeah. So I was like, I want to start a meal prep business. So okay. I started um, a meal prep business. So I started cooking for clients. And then I was like, oh, I'll, um, I'll lease a kitchen. I got a kitchen, commercial kitchen. I had contracts. I had a contract with World Gym, Ashmore, and we really? did like all their meals. Um, and I expanded out to Brisbane and had caterers, courier companies delivering. Uh, it was good. Um, it was my first sort of Sedduck company. It was my first crack at something like that. And um, I realized that people wanted to eat food that tasted good. And I thought they were all robots like me. Or they just want to eat chicken rice. So I had to get yeah. creative. So yeah. creators, caterers in to create better meal options. But then, um, yeah, it, it was going good. And then there was just huge overheads. Uh, well, the margins were really tight. Like I remember reading the P and L, and I was like, making it. I think I did um, a quarter of a meal, two hundred fifty in in one year. And I thought this I was, is your first year in business. This is my first year. In yeah. the first ever business you set up, that you've was, done you've done quarter of a million dollars. Epic, yeah, bro. I, I did, but it was only a small margin. And after paying, like I was just working the business for free, and I soon realised that um, I had there was stock, there was staff, there was so many things um, involved and I was the accountant for it. it was, I had all the hats on. Yeah. So I was like... Stuck in the weeds of the business. Yeah. Working in it and on it and yep. a girlfriend at the time was really hard to spend time with her. I had to go home and do invoices. I remember this. And it was... That's why you should date an accountant. 
Yeah, outsource. <laughs> I, they're no, yeah, exactly. But they're, they're, they're no good because then they know exactly what you've got in your bank. Yeah, so they, you don't want to give that they, info. They, they, you don't want to date accountants or lawyers. It's no. a bad idea. Although she wouldn't have stuck around and seen what was going in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she would have, you'd have lost her based on your balance sheet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'd done the P&L and gone. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, he's out, he's gone yeah. and finished. Yeah, like it, it, it was good. Like it was pretty established and no one was doing it then. And... um. I felt like I was like one of the first, but it just I just wasn't passionate about it, and I was like, I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and I made a decision to list it for sale. I sold it. What um, did you sell it for? If you don't want to ask I sold it. it. It came with all the plant equipment, no clients because she wanted to do something else. Um, yeah. So I sold it all for five grand. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. and I just just to get out, just to get out of the business, yeah, yeah, to get out. And that was like, a steal though for her. For it five it grand. was, and she got all this like equipment contacts. She got the database. Um, and she was going to add in a um, organic cheese thing, which she told me about. I just thought she sounds like sounds like she doesn't know what she's talking about for a start. Yeah, but she's yeah. kind of got a little idea in her head, and she's just thought, "Oh, I've ruined this business." <laughs> yeah. So I was just happy. Was, I remember it was walking away, and there was no emotion. It was just cool. I learned some lessons. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you yeah. made you made a little bit of cash on the road to learning a few lessons. Yeah. Exactly. So, getting closer to what we're supposed to be talking about. That's all, that's all right. Um, there's another step in between. Yeah, let's, I want to hear all this. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. This is, this is important because I need, I need people to understand that listen to this podcast. I need them to understand the journey yeah. that you've been on. Oh, yeah. Because everybody, like if you, I, I did a deal this week that was the, one of the biggest deals in my company's history for what we've yeah, done, right? And it was a massive deal and it's a good deal. And I told you about it before the podcast and we won't go into too much about that. But, yeah. but what I'm saying is, that people don't understand what I've just been able to turn over in two days took me four years to get to. Yeah. So with what you do and everything that I know you're doing and everything I know where you are right now, I think it's important that people know the journey of how you got there because otherwise they think, oh, I'll just yeah. buy this course and I'll, yeah. learn, I'll be a millionaire in six weeks. It's not that simple. No, no, it's not that it simple. It never is. It's, it's just, it is. It's repetitious failure. It's like, it's at the gym. It's just you got to do the reps. Yeah, yeah. And what, what what was that next step? Um, so the next step was actually a good one. Um, it was I'm gonna get in and sell stuff online. Didn't know what I was gonna do. Pretty simple, but it's a good step to. Learn. I had five grand. Yeah, <laughs> and I had a mortgage. I was still oh, this is still when I was had this yeah. home, and yeah. um, all of a sudden I was like, shit. Okay, I got to pay this mortgage. I've got a very small. I remember taking a week off. Just lying on the beach and thinking I was like I made it, <laughs> Mate, dickhead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then Life, I, lifestyle business one yeah, we've, yeah. we've all done that. But then I was like, no, this is the time where I've got to start. And it was um, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I started selling. Um, where do I go? I was like, eBay is a good place to start, right? So I was like, I'm just going to sell stuff online, and I was just bits and pieces going to thrift stores buying stuff um reselling it heaps of reselling yeah. and i got into that pretty hard um it was time consuming but it, it got me to a point where i was able to just live yeah yeah make, yeah. make some money turn yeah over, turn over cash and i was still doing a little bit of pt i had two or three clients yeah, yeah. um so I, I was i was okay and i was survival but just out of it so i could pay my mortgage um and then I started, I heard about this thing called, um, I was doing wholesaling, buying stuff and selling. It, it, it was a small margin, but I heard this about this thing called drop shipping. Yeah. And I went, what the fuck is that? I don't understand that. No, that's too hard. That won't work. And I let it go. I didn't say, yeah, like, no, yeah, I won't yeah. do it. And then 
I kept coming around and I was like, what is this? Anyway, I found this, I started searching for a supplier to sell products. Yeah. And I found one on like, I kept scrolling through, it was like on the 10th page of Google. Yeah. And I emailed them, I said, hey, I um, sell online, I'm, you know, a professional email, I'm willing to do, can do drop ship, um, that sort of thing thinking I'd never done it before, but I made it sound like I, I pitched it. Yeah, I pitched you, pitch, you pitched them. You yeah. sold them on it. And they were like, yes, um, we, we do that. And I was like, cool, can I list, do you have a daily inventory thing? Or do, how do I know what's online or how does it work? Yeah. And he said, you basically will give you a spreadsheet, you download all the SKUs, what you want. And it was, it was really good. Um, it was really clean. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. And I started listing um, a couple of their items just to see. And, and this was dropshipping through eBay? Yeah, yeah. in Australia in only. A, right, okay. And no one was doing this back then. No, it was like, I, I've, ne- I've, I've, no ne- I've, never, I've never heard of like dropshipping through... I've heard of dropshipping through eBay, but I've never met anyone that's dropshipped through eBay and done it successfully. Yeah, well, this was 2011, 12, this sort of time. And like, I started listing these items. Anyway, I sold one and I was like, fuck. What did you sell? What was the item? It was a... I remember it was a um, kitchen scales, like, but there were electronic kitchen scales. What, that, do you remember what you sold it for? Oh, I think they were like a seventy-dollar item. I'd get for forty dollars or something. So you made thirty clean. Yeah, and then eBay fees and that you make about twenty bucks. But you don't have to post and it. They post it. For you don't them. post it. You don't hold inventory, and I didn't know what to do when I sold it. I went, "What do I do?" I emailed the guy, and he said. Yeah, just upload it here. It was like real simple. And I said, oh, yep, down, upload the CSV file to where it needed to go. And then um, and then how do I know the customer gets it? You know, I'm asking all these questions. And here's the tracking. He gave me tracking. And then the customer got it. And I was just like, wow, okay, So that basically, to, 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 to put it into context, you just list, listed the item for sale. Yeah. You've, you've then sold it. You've sent the CSV file of the sale to the, to the, to the guy that's fulfilling the order. Yeah. They fulfilled the order. They sent you the tracking code and you just send it back onto the client from yeah. eBay. I put, no, I, I uploaded into eBay. There's yeah. no communication. Yeah. And I went, this is like streamlined. And I said, if I can do this once. You can do it thousands of times. How many times can I do this? Yeah. And not, not only that, it's what I found the golden thing was multi-quantity listings. So it's one product yeah, that sells over and over. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, one yeah. listing. So I spend 10 minutes doing a listing. Game changer. Yeah. So how, So when, when you, what was your first multi-sale listing and, how, and yeah. how many of those did you sell? So those, actually, I sold about, if, I'll take the kitchen scales, I sold about um, two, 250, 250 units of those. Which is which is decent. And I spray you know. tan tents, and then I just went to town on what they had. Yeah. So I would literally, how far can I push us? I would sit. I would go and train, and then I would go and sit in the library all day, mm. and then I would just list and how many listings I could get done. Yeah. And then I would come home and I'd watch, um, like Top Gear or something, and yeah, then yeah. I would sit there in front of the TV and list again all, until like eleven, twelve o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't matter if they don't sell because you're not holding any images. No. And I, I just scaled it up, and I just went. So hard, and the um, the daily list that they send to tell you what's in and out of stock was helpful because I'd just have to take things on and offline and off, and it was I found a good process to do it. Um, but this one supplier, um, fast forward twelve months, and I was doing fifty uh, k a month in in sales. You were doing fifty k on eBay, yeah, on just eBay in two thousand and twelve. So I cancelled all my physical stock. Yeah, 2012. By 2013, I was doing... I've got all the screenshots. I was doing 50K a month for like 12 months. 
That's metal. Yeah. On it, eBay. Yeah. The margins were like, um, when I say 50 grand, I wasn't bringing in 50, I was, margins were about 15%, 15, 20 yeah. on good days. So I was still making like solid couple grand like a week sort of thing just to get things moving. And that went really well for like 12 months. So I ended up writing a book about it. Uh, which is on Kate and on Amazon right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's the book called? Um, zero to fifty k per month in less than twelve months. So if you want to get that book, guys, yeah. go, go, if you want to do if you want to do a similar eBay business and do do what Dan's done on eBay and repeat that, because you can still do it today, it's, can't you? You can. It's still, and it's, it's, still, it's just a bit hard. It's, it's just a bit hard graft up front. It, you've got to put it in. It there. is. It is. It's different now. Like what it went to town. Like and what happened? Other people started discovering the supplier I had. Yeah, and then it was always that person that was willing to make one dollar. Yeah, and yeah, it just yeah. became that. So, so you got put out of the market by competition. I did, did. and then there was people that would play that game and weren't registered for GST, so they were making a loss without realizing it. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was really frustrating. So I went from that, and it was in within months. I just watched my sales drop. Yeah, and I was just like shit. Because I wasn't saving, I was spending a little bit then too. But I'm all about, I was to always reinvest. I did buy a heap of shakers. That's another thing. So I decided to um, buy import, like actually yeah, import. Because yeah, yeah, the yeah. Australian dollar was good. So I imported these stainless steel protein shakers. From Alibaba? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I found a supplier and I got samples from all of them and ended up getting a thousand in of these shakers. Um, and I've still... I think I've got one left. I sold them all. Yeah. Um, and that was my next sort of thing. And but they sort of, they kept me going, but they didn't, like, I could have pushed that a bit better, but it, it also was... You were just learning the I game. I was learning that you? game. Yeah. You was learning, you was learning the first input. And I was getting into back into physical stuff, and I was like, I really, this dropshipping... Um, anyway, the dropshipping side started to go, and I was living in this beautiful home in Cooley, and... I was just like, I, I was feeling really good. And then all of a sudden... Yeah, surfer life. Yeah, yeah, even though I don't surf. <laughs> <laughs> I had the surfer life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I would do my orders and then, yeah. And I would go, a girlfriend at the time was living in Terrigal in New South Wales. Oh, so beautiful, I, would, I love that place. Yeah, I would just go Near down Evoca for a Beach. week. Yeah, exactly, went to Evoca. Yeah. Beautiful. And then I would just list... While she was a school principal, so she would go to school, and I'd go sit then in the library. Come and discipline you. And I'd, I'd it, yeah, exactly. She'd get the whip out. But um, yeah, that was cool. And then I just saw my dropship business go. And then I always thought, there's still something in this eBay. What have had physical stuff? And I'm like, I don't have enough space. Yeah, I need a warehouse. Yeah. So I had this other crazy idea to get a warehouse. So you got a warehouse. I got a warehouse. Where did you go? Where else? In Burley. You're joking. That'd be expensive. And yeah, well, I went in with a business partner and we had this idea. And the thing is, when I have an idea, I just like... You just go balls to the I wall. I go yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I, do I love it. that. And like, it's the only way to figure out and all these lessons, I don't know. And then that brought me to this wrecking business. So we're like... We I, get you to, you, tell us more about this warehouse so what, what did you put in this warehouse yeah so at the, it was very empty it was 200 square meters I put all my protein shakers in there I was like yeah. cool well, well that's got, one box that's <laughs> one, yeah that took up like half a room yeah. and then I was like what else can we sell we've got space um, but before we got the warehouse my business partner and I were talking about like because I I, got a, I know a bit about cars and, and things like that I used yeah. to race them a bit and then um, 
pull gearboxes out, change engines, stuff like that. So you always had an interest in cars and stuff. Yeah, so I was like, what if I um, started an online wrecking business and um, in and pick a niche? And we decided to do it. And we bought these cars at auction and um, we what? still got a photo of these first things that we bought. And it What was, niche did you pick to start with? Well, I was a Subaru fan and, and I soon realised that Subaru people are like loyal customers customers, and the parts are good quality um, so we just went with that and we stuck to it um, so while we were doing this I let the other dropshipping business just disappear yeah and I could have and I, but I always wanted to build it up again but I thought that I just didn't have time I was spread across and my business partner and I were working to midnight and just getting inventory to pay the rent and then getting stuff getting us getting yeah cars done and everything so you fast forward maybe that happened for a few years fast forward to sort of a year ago and we have this business that is it's 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 solid like it's it's what what, what, when you when you say solid i mean how many figures are we talking solid well we at at that point we were doing in the first couple years we were doing in like six figures easily yeah but that was like still a lot of overheads um, and what we were really good at creating were like because I'm all about multiple flows of income yeah, yeah, yeah and love it we were good at putting multiple flows in this so we were like into one thing yeah, yeah so the one thing was the wrecking yeah which we still have now which pays Ben and I away that just from that pays us a wage it pays all our staff yeah and then the other stuff is just the, the it's all cream. It's all cream. Yeah, and then we buy and sell cars, and we're looking at setting up a dealership off the side. Uh, we're doing. We've just hired a mechanic. We're doing servicing now. I see you putting in the ramp on Instagram. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had to just prep the concrete and send it back and paint it so we can put the hoist in next week. So you're using that business as your main cash flow business. It is now. Yeah, yeah. it definitely is. Um, because that's what I've always encouraged. When people say to me, Frankie, how, how should I start a business online? I say the first business you should create should be a business where you go where you go and so, serve a, bur- a, a certain niche, a bur- like go and fill a burning problem in that market with that niche yeah. and make sure that niche is qualified to pay a decent amount of money to solve that issue yeah. and then go and create that business that solves that single issue, single issue and work from there exactly create cash flow first before you go and invest in inventory before you go and invest in premises and i like to, i tell people to do it in consulting because that's yeah. that's a laptop a phone and you do you know what i mean yeah so it's like i mean that's ultimate yeah if you, and it's location free yeah 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 <laughs> so like that's so that's how that's how i tell people to go from zero to 100k plus or 200k per year and then yeah. from there they can scale it yeah you know yeah exactly so, i don't know about what your opinion is on the fastest way to obviously make yeah well, to do it. in my experience you can it's the hardest thing what i found is to make the first 100k yeah 100 percent. and 100% then is. once you've done that once yeah you just repeat you can it. like like now i'm building these stores within <coughs> a few weeks and then just sitting them online they've got potential to get to that point in like a month so we so going back to that because obviously we, we're now onto the stores. But I just yeah. so you, you you so you've built so you built this wrecking niche business and you were just selling used yeah. car parts. Yeah, yeah. Use that to generate six figures, then on to seven figures in, in, yeah. in wrecking. It's all about yeah reinvesting into other things that are gonna produce income. At what point did you and your business partner or you on your own decide to pivot into like the Shopify niche? Yeah, well that's that's just me. Like he's got. 
Oh, so there's something else in the middle. So, let's, no, no, I like yeah, this. I like yeah, this. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Because so, it's, it's a very brief overview of that. But the workshop, um, yeah, as soon as uh, he has a um, topless waitering business. I love this. Yeah. I love where this is And going. that's he had that before he came. I had the drop shipping. We came together, built this workshop, put all our heart and soul into that. It got to a point where it was, you know, we could we had some staff and we could leverage it a little bit and go back to the other stuff. Yeah. But in that, that whole time that was happening, like him and I, well, I was every weekend doing hens parties. Like I yeah. was, I was a stripper and, and yeah, um, yeah, for a hens party and Thomas waiter, all so, that sort of stuff. So you probably don't know this about me, but like before I came to Australia, <laughs> did you do it too? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do, I didn't do stripping or anything like that. I did, I did what they term as butler in the buff. Oh so yeah. I used to go around apron. a little, little, little apron. It had butler in the buff on it and like yeah. with, me, with my ass out and then the G-banger. There's a company and, here um, yeah, yeah, it's, well, probably do similar things, yeah. And he used to like serve drinks to like chicks at hen parties and that. Yeah. But I tell you what, like women violate you. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. Like, like, I'm talking about, and it's always like the ugliest chick that will sexually assault you. Like, yeah, <laughs> do you know it's what not I mean? the ones you want. I'm like, yeah. can't you do that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, but, like, I don't, I, like, the word reach round has never been more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm talking about. I do. But tell people about but, your, your experience. Well, that. my experience was I started topless waitering and like, dress pants and things and yeah. then I soon quickly figured out you get paid more to do a g-string or yeah, a thing yeah, so I'm like yeah. yeah I'll cash up and do that then I was doing a gig one night and this stripper came in and was talking to him he goes he got paid like 220 bucks to do his 15 minute show and you were getting 60 bucks an hour or something yes yeah, 60 yeah, yeah, exactly. and like g-string yeah. 80 or whatever yeah, yeah. so I'm like okay, let me get into that so I went and being the entrepreneur that I am I choreographed this routine on YouTube and I got like into I got what, into what did thing. you choreograph it to what music oh, was it there was so I have genuine like a, pony yeah that has to be <laughs> girls just go I'm sick of that song like it, it goes all the time like girls love that it's yeah. like one of the yeah. things so I had that and then I had a few other songs that I led into but it sort of just went from one thing to another and um, I started this routine and I got better and better because I'm quite acrobatic I used to do break dancing as well as it for a clothing oh, company yeah. so I did a little bit of acrobatical stuff so I had a few little moves that I could put together into some 15 minute routine with a 50, you did it for 15 minutes yeah I did 15 minute routine and I got for like for 220 bucks yeah no where, 250 where, where, when we give them your Instagram your that Instagram one? inbox is going to get flooded <laughs> no. can you do your 15 minute routine 15 minutes um, in and out like it's yeah. just um it's good money and I, I was there was Saturday nights back to back so I was earning over a grand a Saturday night just in cash what just just doing time. 15 minute routine yep in and out do a job sometimes it'll be you do four jobs a night uh, I sometimes do five six yeah one to the next hey you're busy all the time like Saturdays were just that I couldn't do you know what and then we'd buy cars with that money yeah I understand why you're doing it and, and, and that's fantastic but I, I mentally like when when I was doing these parties myself, it's so draining. Oh, it's because you get asked the same questions and you have the same conversations. And yeah. I, I, I realize how long that. have you been doing this for? Yeah, like what? Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's Where are same. you going after here? Like, but it's funny because I I took that and I took I used to get deeper. Like I had some deep combos as I progressed in the industry. I had got deeper conversations, and then I just enjoyed the conversations I had with the girls. It was really yeah, yeah. enlightening. I, I learned a lot about women from you doing do. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah, percent mindset, what they're looking for. It, like, it kind of does open your mind. And and I, and 
I always listen to when women talk and engage together. Yeah. And I, and I like listen on the peripheral because then you can really get an insight into into how their mind works and obviously how they structure yeah, things. Yeah, you can. And and most men talk so much and they don't listen enough and then they wonder yeah. why they've got all these problems. Yeah, <laughs> Do you, know don't, what I mean? you don't hear, you don't hear them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, and the challenges, like yeah, the, the women will always like, throwing tests and you yeah, can like yeah, yeah, repel yeah. but if you just listen to the test and sort of you can like keep maneuver it and then you you achieve the test and they put another test in yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they like, shit test you yeah they do. they do so 100%. like you just gotta rise into the, i don't know i feel like it's been a good involvement into into that um didn't do the best for relationships <laughs> Mate, obviously <laughs> no way yeah <laughs> but worst thing ever. i did stop and start and for a while but I did how long did you do it for i did it for 10 years i did like 10 over, years I, mate i did over you, 500 parties you, yeah you, you you went in deep like mate, i went all the way i go yeah. i'm all in though yeah. or nothing and ten, yeah. ten, you did you, let me just reiterate ten. you did 10 years as a stripper yeah yeah maybe even 11 if you want just to get just technical. to get cash to buy cars to do this business cash just to, to reinvest or or whatever yeah. so this is this this, this is beautiful because this this shows this this success and the success that I know that we're going to we're going to talk about about you later but like this just goes to show you cannot like success is not a, a thing that can be just achieved it depends what you define yeah. success but I, you know, for what you and I define mm. success for, for our, for it's not our, a straight line. It's not a straight line, <laughs> and and the, and and to do that for ten years, yeah, yeah, yeah. every every weekend. There were I, there were times where I'm like, I do not feel like being but, violated. But then I'd have you. awesome parties, and oh, dude, I like being social, and it, it sort yeah. of fulfilled that on a Saturday because I don't drink, I don't yeah. go out and party. Neither, neither me, neither. No. I've never, I've never drank, I've never smoked, never done drugs. So yeah, yeah, so me like, too. So yeah. like. So like yeah, be a stripper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because but then there's other strippers in the game. It's easy. What I found it was easy to succeed because a lot of the other strippers are lazy, sort of yeah, lazy or just want to get on it or you know sleep with the girls and that sort of stuff. Which which I oh, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of some of that happened a lot of the times too. But it was always a um a respectful boundary. Yeah, you know, yeah. they had to make the moves, but. Like yeah, it was it was all just a business to me. Yeah, but I just love the way that, I love the way that you generate a cat. I mean, for me personally, when I was coming out to Australia, when I was setting up my online business and that, I was I was doing like cash jobs. I was doing the stripping stuff. Yeah, like not stripping, but like the butter in the buff stuff. I was training people on the pads for boxing. I was I was doing all kinds of different things like cash jobs as a carpenter hanging doors at the weekend all this graft i was putting in to grab this cash up so that i could reinvest in not only yeah. myself but obviously to get my businesses off the ground and to get to get my ticket to buy my flight to buy this to buy yeah, that yeah you had a purpose you knew so you, so you constantly have to have this pursuit and this purpose to get where you want to get yeah, to yeah exactly but but i just think that everyone's looking for the quick bullet silver bullet to riches yeah and do you know what? another thing i've just noticed about what what you've done and and what i've done is We've stayed the course with one thing for mm. a long period of time, yeah. and it's all about the one thing. It's yeah. sticking to the one thing because I was reading something today, and it's very true. You can make a million dollars in copywriting. You can make a million dollars in this. You can make a million dollars in that. You can make a million dollars in everything else. Mm. You can make a million dollars, or you can make ten million dollars in anything you choose. But you just got yeah. to dedicate the time to yeah. it, and people well, aren't willing to do a, it. It's that old rule that takes was it ten thousand hours to master your craft. Yeah. So if you're like. And it's just the reps. It's you know we train at the gym. Yeah. It for years and it's just down down is jacked girls like when you add him on Instagram out the show notes you'll see <laughs> this guy is more ripped than uh, 
than Cristiano Ronaldo on a Lilo. Right, carry on. Lilo. <laughs> I had a good pick visual of that. Um, yeah, but like, it does. It, it's just reps and it's just progression and consistent. Dis- discipline's a massive one. And I, I've like learned that I have discipline to just push. And if, even if things don't work, I sometimes push things too far to the point of where I should stop um, because they're not working. Yeah, but I yeah, but I soon used to get emotionally invested. Yeah, but yeah, it's just reps. Um, so you, so so you've got but, so so you've generated all that cash from the stripping. So you've gone back and invested it in all them cars. So at what point mm, mm. did you then get the car business to where you wanted it to be and and get enough staff in there working it? So you yeah. got the biz that business to that point. What at what point did you get the business to that point and then start pivoting towards you just doing Shopify by yourself? Yeah, so it took a couple of years of that and then. Um, I always wanted to get back into dropshipping, but I, because what happened in Australia and how I just it just went, I was like, I wanted to hit, I wanted international because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. thirty million people here in Australia and there's like three hundred in the US alone. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah and the yeah. rest of the world is more. Economy. So I was like, I need to. That's my next thing, and I always had that worldwide vision. Yeah, I had that manifesting inside, and um, I thought I'll start doing that. But actually, no. Before that, I had a another Shopify store which I haven't gone into and it was um, it was an Australian store which I took that drop shipping supplier off eBay because there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. people that shop on eBay are price shoppers are eBay shoppers and they don't shop anywhere but there's people online that shop that don't shop on eBay yep. so I was like I want that customer base yep. so I built this same took all the products um, made put them a on shop- your website yeah made a Shopify store put it on there and plus I did some high end designer fashion um I would go, I would literally go to the sales at Harbour Town, spend a couple of grand and buy Calvin Klein wallets, everything, everything, yeah, yeah, and then I'd resell them. Yeah, man. Um, and then I, I would do that time over and again, um, and I would have that plus my drop shipping, and I'd have this bargain site, which I still run now. You still run a bargain I, site? I still run it, yeah. To tell them, tell them where it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's Snatch a Bargain 24-7. Um, and it's it just ticks over dot com or dot com dot dot au snatch a bar snatch a bargain twenty four seven dot com dot au and there's no dashes there no it's all just one um, yeah. and that's just all from my dropshipper supplier really fast dispatch because I have that arrangement with them so people buy the stuff gets sent straight away because that's always a problem with dropshipping yes yeah. in Australia yeah um, what, what 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 if you don't mind kind of putting out kind of figures only if you don't mind but like what kind of figure range is that is that kind of passively doing for you yeah like i honestly don't put a lot of energy into that anymore but it was giving me a nice like solid grand a week just to see see guys like you can achieve a grand a week from a ship and 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 just have it sat there honestly from all i did from that point was i there's an there's an app on shopify which is called ebay importer professional importer all i did was import import my my ads all the way across to this shopify sync it and that syncs eBay, so whenever I sell on each, it, it cancels it, it out. Yeah, yeah. And then I just ran Facebook ad, I ran a page like campaign. It, it hasn't got a lot of following, but it just ticks over. Did you, do you drive ads to it? Uh, yeah, yep. So what, what, so what, what ad platform do you use to drive, to drive traffic um, to the website? I did Google ads, but I just do Facebook ads now. Because obviously they're a lot cheaper to Facebook A lot ads. cheaper, and all I do is little $5 day ads and just run that. And I honestly don't push that. I've got a bit of SEO with that now. Um, but I've had that for five years. It's a business I haven't pushed as much. It's got more potential than I, it just than it, than it could yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay. It's I had other things, and it got me to the point where I learned 
I really like Shopify's platform and I just seem to understand all how it worked really easily. All the little, there's lots of little apps and things you can run. So then that I built that and then while I while the wrecking business was going and then I had them too and I got my dropshipping business back up to speed. And then I was like, shit, okay, I'm back there. And then in the meantime, the workshop, we're outsourcing a lot of stuff now. Like we've got guys we're doing wrecking a couple of cars a week we've got a good system inventory's going up online we had a pa that we hired yeah. um and then that that was sort of serving itself and now we're going to the next level with that but in the interim i wanted to start and my business partner was rebranding his topless waitering so we decided to do our own thing for a bit spend a couple of days a week there because we yeah. still have to ship items out physically yeah um and the warehouse is just it's so good to have it we keep our cars or yeah. a motorbike that i keep there um and then it's just a good thing to have have you bought have you bought the warehouse no no we're leasing the where yeah. just leasing the warehouse yeah, yeah. but yeah. there's the one next door because we're a lot of the other people in the area are getting the shits because we we take up all our spaces and the whole street with cars now yeah like yeah. we're we're so we're looking at buying the one next door which means we'll have a whole corner yeah. yeah yeah so that's the next step for us so we'll, we'll do that yeah. and then we will um buy a lot and somewhere else yeah and run park a, for cars yeah and then have like it's separate and there'll be a we'll have a dealership with sales team and we'll run that on a separate thing this is next level Th- stuff, that's man. what's happening now yeah and what what kind of turnovers do you reckon that would do 10, oh, 10 20 million a that's year? in the mills yeah yeah for sure yeah, 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 yeah for sure, sure. Like, that's your next that's your next like level the stuff on. that we're this coming in it's 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 overwhelming ben and i just sort of kick ourselves at the moment and go fuck that was a good week and then we'll spend a lot and we just bought like a hoist and all everything outright and just yeah it's without any worries it's nice it's a good yeah. place to have and then um from there i started going i wanted to do <coughs> online oh, this is a big story no i go i love this i love this mate this is this is what this is what this is yeah this that, is where the value is but though. that's the backstory to where what's what yeah, i'm about yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, i guess it, yeah so um and that's where um i started e-commerce like full on mm. and then i was like i'm gonna build a shopify store and brand it and be this big thing and then i i did i started snatchabargain247.com yeah, yeah, yeah and then i was like i'm gonna do a general store which just drop ships so much and this yeah. one thing yeah. and i was like i'm gonna do that um didn't work no because i it was why didn't it work i think because what I learned quickly, I've got all these products and I'm doing these ads and my, f- you know, much about Facebook pixels and yeah, things yeah, like, yeah, yeah, tracking pixels. Yeah. yeah, like it was just getting confused with what audiences because I had so many different products and I just thought I need to do like strip a strip this back. Yeah, I need to rebrand and do a one product store. So I started a one product store and I had this awesome idea about these little phone magnets as a good niche and then I started that. I built that store in less than two weeks. Yeah. I've launched it, everything. Um, made one sale and went, oh, like I learned. It was like a learn store, but I learned how the one product thing worked. You made one sale? I made one sale. This is this is another thing that people don't see, right? <laughs> no. So you've, you've, just, you've just said, you've put two weeks of your time in. Every night. Every yeah. night, every night. Worked your ass off to get this store up and running and you've made one sale and then you've gone, do you know what? I made one sale and it cost me money because... <laughs> Of course it costs yeah. you money because yeah. time's worth money. Yeah, no, but the ads, like, like even from a financial point of view. Yeah, 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 for sure. But like, yeah, and then I thought, no. Nah. And that's where I was like, oh, 
was gonna not gonna give up, but I knew there was something else. So I was like, I'm gonna rebrand the Snatch a Bargain one and start another store. Yeah. And then I thought, I, I've, I've started a, a new store now. And then um, one product, and I went next level on it, and I did really started going really well. Like I built this store, um, and then I had like all my ads, and I did it from properly from the stuff that I learned, and I was like fresh Facebook pixel start from fresh yeah and get it to learn and it still ticks over and it's just all US dollars yeah and nice. then all of a sudden I was made a sale and I was like whoa and then I made two sales three sales four yeah. or five a day and then I was scaling just scaling that up to I still have it now it's still growing like I want to get that to 100k a month that's because so I, what's it out now um, it's probably about 10 it's not quite but it's it's the one store that I've built because I've built another couple around it. And this is one product store. One. One product. One product. One product. You got it ten grand a month. Yeah. With, and it's just sit there. Yeah. And with, you just drive. You just driving tra- traffic to it at five dollars a day. Yeah. Well, I so I have a little bit of a system now uh, where I I do I have different. So it's yeah it's one product but it's like a multi option product. Yeah. So you can do colors and this and that. Yeah. Exactly. And it's a good niche. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be ticking over and I've just run $5 a day ad with different ads. And it's all, it's amazing. Like, how do I explain? What I found is it's all about, um, psychometrics online selling. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to trigger emotions. Yeah. But then I really quickly figured out there's one emotion you don't want to trigger and that's confusion. So you don't want too many options. Yeah. So if you, if you, I love this. Yeah. If you, if you trigger confusion, then you, then the they customer will, within three seconds will see something on your website that's confusing, and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so was. What like, is the most confusing thing that you found that was on your website that shouldn't be on there? Oh, there were a lot of things go down from it. the down from the offers to what I'm presenting. But it, it, the hardest thing is, it wasn't really even about the website. Well, it was. I always say. 20% of a successful store is the store build. Yeah. 80% is your ad copy and your ads. Yeah. And like, if you are doing like, confu- like it would go down to sometimes one emoji. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and cause you want to, in your ad, you want to outline benefits of um, the product and what it's going to provide and a quick little spiel and an offer. Um, and you just qualify on the customer to make it easy to go, oh yeah, I'll click on the website. You just got to get them there. Um, but I found like I was doing a lot of purchase ads and things which were converting, but the costs per purchase were um, getting high. So I started doing add to cart ads because they were cheaper to get. Yeah. And then I had a three-step cart recovery app from Shopify in that if someone pulls out of their cart, because it's amazing, people, you know, if you bet you've done it, you go and shop and you put yeah, something in your cart. Yeah, and you put something in your cart and you exit it, but this emails them, does it? Yeah. Emails so, them. But why do you exit it? Because there's too many bloody fields and, and you, you're thinking too much. Because you put it in your cart, you obviously want it. Yeah, but it's just too, it just seems like, do you know what, do you know what makes me exit is when you get to the payment bit and it's got like, 17 different ways to pay but none of them are simple yeah like mm-hmm. so like you'll just exit won't you because and then they'll email you but people have recovered me by emailing me yeah on the on the recovery system that you're talking about and then and then they've given me 
and one button, da, 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 the pay, pay, PayPal, blah, 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 and then I've paid. And it's so easy. I, it's so easy. You've, you've been they're, they're, recovered. I've been recovered, yeah. yeah. I and mean, there's lots of people that yeah. have been recovered, but there's a great system that Shopify there allow is. you to put these plugins in that allow you to recover yeah. customers. And you can, within, like, if they pull out two hours, you can, I email them in one to three hours. Yeah. So I used to say, like, oh, you left something, you forgot something. But now I say stuff like, I keep it interesting. Like, I'll go, oh, Oh, obviously your Wi-Fi connection dropped out or something. Yeah, yeah and like yeah. you know, and then hi Steph. Obviously your husband's <laughs> husband's reined in the credit card. Yeah, yes, <laughs> things like that. You make it interesting, and yeah. um, and then you know the second one is another interesting one. The third one will be like an offer. Yeah, like a, a day or two later. Yeah, um, that will give them a discount code on top of the discount code or whatever. Um, so there's like steps in that. And I found these add to cart ads were converting more than the purchase ones. So yeah. I just started duplicating add to cart ads. And then they yeah. were seem to be doing well. And then I'd convert them into purchase ads once they get optimized. And then they sort of find their own audience. Um, Fantastic. So that was something that I've learned um, in that side of things. But yeah, and then that sort of brought to attention. I used to just target the US. Now I just, I have a country list that... Are known as e-packet countries so anything that goes from china to wherever um they'll i just target all those countries so you you, you target countries where it's easy delivery yeah yeah so that so that people aren't getting their packages missed yeah. you're not getting problems and customer service problems because the other thing it's all like the customer wants the online game has changed even since when i'm doing it like it was always customers now that buy online like demand more yeah, like they yeah. want and for less. Yeah, they want they want to pay less. Yeah, but they want more value. They want it faster, and they want the bonuses and just they you're want to com- be blown away. You're competing as a, as an independent seller with Amazon now. Yeah, so yeah. You, you're because that is they they are they are they are out the gates and they are setting the standard. They've got people on Prime. They've got people on this. They've got people on that. They're ex service. Yeah, they're drone flying parcels in. They're delivering it. Like what they're doing yeah. is is literally setting the gold standard for the yeah. industry that, that everyone's come to expect now. So people are like, well, why do I want to go to that independent when I can get it off Amazon? Yeah, exactly. And that's what you're competing with, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. So you're competing. With- so yeah, you've got to find products. Most of them are on Amazon, but you, I stick to a niche. The products that aren't at Walmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have yeah, Walmart, but yeah, like, yeah. I'll go and find something, and I'll go www.walmart.com and see if I can find it on there. Yeah, and if it's not there, it's you not know there. It's, you know, it's half. But I also, there's a process I find on AliExpress to find products. Yeah, and like, there's a process. It's it's to to teach people how to how to find a product, and it's it's a. But then also you want to look at... Oh, and that's, it, that, that's in your course that we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, yeah. so, so Dan's got a course and he, he teaches people how to find these products that, that can really obviously move the needle. And obviously if, you're going to, if, you're going to, if you want to get into the dropshipping Shopify game, you want, you want to make sure that you've got the right knowledge to find the products that actually make money. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the last thing you want to do... Cause I, I, yeah, it's just, it's just too much. I mean, I... I don't know if you know him, Adam Hudson. Yes. Here. Yeah. yeah. So, so years ago, when I was trying to find the get rich quick schemes, I found now I signed him up at the gym. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he, he's ago. he's done really well on Amazon, and I'm not yeah. saying that his Amazon course doesn't work because I'm sure it doesn't. It, it, it from what I've seen of it because I did buy it. This is the only. Oh, you course. did? Yeah, I bought did it. You? I bought his course. Yeah. But but I this 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 is what I want to give people a little bit of knowledge here, right? So I bought Adam's course 
on on Amazon and I'm not saying it's not it's a very it's a great value course but the reason I didn't get anything out of it personally was because I went into that with the wrong for the wrong reasons I was just chasing cash from day one rather than chasing solving a problem so yeah. if you chase solving a problem in the market first mm. the cat that usually there's cash on as a byproduct of solving that issue or solving that problem or solving you will the game get paid yeah. you'll get paid as yeah. a byproduct right yeah I've had to learn that the hard way. At this particular time, at this particular moment, I was just like, right, what can I get? What can I? So I bought. Yeah, yeah. So what I did is I took this course, I watched this course, this Adam's course, and da, 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 I got as much, and I and I bought these. Then I went to Alibaba and I ordered five hundred teeth whitening kits. Like practically doing, <laughs> practically doing, practically that big. That, practically, that was... practically gone and gone and complete completely competed with High Smile, basically, on yeah. the Gold Coast. I've practically gone and bought the exact same unit, put my name on it, which there's, was shit. There's nothing wrong with that, if it's about, it, yeah, keep but, but But there's nothing wrong with it, but how I was extra, and then I literally just chucked on Amazon, and then I proceeded to sell absolutely one or two units, and then, yeah, and um, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't good, and then I pulled out of Amazon, and I thought, I've got to have something better than that, there's something, mm. something better than that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it just wasn't a good, wasn't a good, wasn't a good. Uh, so you actually physically had the stock as well. So, so I've still got a box. Still of, got I've it. still got a box of five hundred teeth whiteners. Yeah. So I'm actually thinking about going into the Man, gym. I'm gonna, I'll buy them. Off. Yeah, well, I, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you one anyway. But yeah. they're still, they're bloody good. They're basically attached to the to the bottom of your smartphone. So you plug them into the bottom of your smartphone. Oh, they're those and, ones. Yeah, yeah, and they go in there, and you just put the bleach around and blah blah blah. Yeah. Top and bottom, stick them in. And they and they power off your phone. They're quite powerful, you know. Really? They're more powerful than what you get from like high smile, whether you whether it's the clicky ones, you know, that kind of reps. But you could package and do a product video and find that supplier on AliExpress, do your own videos and make yeah, yeah, a product yeah. store for it. This is what I've learned out of this, right? You have yeah. to differentiate the and this yeah. you have to differentiate your product. So you have to you can it's all right picking picking the same product that someone else is selling, but Make sure your branding's better. Make sure your boxing is better. So really focus yeah. on the boxing, the branding, uh, how you, how you even deliver the part, how even the parcel turns up is really important. The, the perception mm. on the customer, and then like you say, put money into your photography, your product photography. Yeah. Put money into 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 your into into your imagery and everything around your product, and and how the product feels, the website itself, yeah. how it makes you feel yeah. about the product. It's got to be simple. I have a I have a three color branding rule. Yeah, so there's yeah, three yeah. colors that yeah. it, that are just you know strong and like you, you will want to make sure that you yeah you, you it's that's more that's more put yourself in the customer's head yeah, yeah like that's yeah. more bio psychology like it's just it's is there's certain colors that make people buy like this is the the beautiful websites so the professionalism like it, it's just but the simplicity as well yeah, yeah, it's yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. simple clean but look yeah customers want want it to look good too yeah yeah so, like, give us a bit of a breakdown into these color palettes. Then. Color palettes. Well, um, look, that's just. I like to. Ecom's made up of all the one percent things. Yeah. And you build a store, and you get a store functioning. That's the main thing. And then there's all these little one percent things that you need to qualify your buyer with. And yeah. I guess color palettes was one of them where you have a. I always use a three color, um, product sort of website thing where you, you know, say. So you're not overwhelming them with colours. Basically, you're not, it's not you're not hitting them. You're not hitting them with purple, pink, and, yeah, and yellow. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. You don't want to because that initiates a confusion emotion, and that's what you want to eliminate. You get like three seconds for someone to land on your website, like to go decide. Oh, it's too hard, too confusing. Plus, it needs to be optimised. That's another thing. But like, you want to make sure you've got 
your branding to the point where it's just clean and people it's it's a trust thing too if something's colored branded like you check out buttons are all in sync with your menu and your star ratings and then your description and your headings like and it's just clean flows it needs to be like the colors need are important they need to be consistent on every page on every product on on the every menu like it needs to be consistent but i do think that people sometimes go into into it too much like what colors my buy now button and go into it too depth so like it's all right say i just want to get across it's all right you saying that the color palettes matter and and i believe that i fully agree with you they do but where people go wrong is they 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 spend too much time on the website and then they go ah the buy now buttons yeah got to be a different shade of fuchsia or i mean yeah or the the, like i've got clients that because i have i train i do one-on-ones and yeah, like yeah. they they come up and we and they get stuck on their logo like their logo is their yeah, whole business dumb, and dumb i'm shit. like oh, just don't worry about it. like get the three colors like get your logo but don't spend too much time like that's a very small thing yes it needs to be right but it's not your whole um determining it's it's that people spend like what you said yeah. they spend too much time on the on, on the, the turgid on the, shit yeah but here's the thing most people most, most and this is what you should avoid right First things people worry about in business is logos, business cards, yeah. right? Those as soon as you, as soon as you soon, and business plans, right? Which which I tell you now, a business plan. If you do have a business plan on day one, make it one page, one oh, page, because because yeah. that's all you need. It's once again, it's not a straight line. Yeah, you'll, like the you'll, stuff. you'll deviate. What what you think you're selling on day one will change. Yeah, what, what the service you think you're providing. Will, will deviate. Yeah. The, the the product you think you're doing will deviate. Will change. Yeah. Like no no business or brand out there that I know of, and I've worked with a lot of brands in my business, and that that what the logo that they start with day one is never the logo they have year two, year three. Year no. Four. There's a branding. It change. evolves. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Yahoo, Google, Yahoo. Yeah. Look at those. Look at those. Amazon. Things. Like they and even eBay have changed their colors and their ways. I've changed my logo on my website about three times. And does anybody notice? No. Because they're not buying the logo. No, they're not. They're, the only they, person the logo matters to is you. Yeah. It doesn't matter to the customer. And once you build a trust, I mean, look at Adidas. They have yeah. the, they have a logo. They change to three stripes on an angle. Yeah. And yeah. they used to have like that other the, the, the one. But it's like a retro. But now they have both. Yeah. Because yeah, I've realized yeah. that people like the... the um, the classics is the The retro people got to an age where they were like, I miss oh, and then they, they connect with that yeah 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 so they're connecting with that so they they provide adidas have stepped in and that's these are why these top brands are always on the leading edge of they're always keeping up that's why other brands like you know big w are going under yeah because they're not moving with the times are they yeah there's a guy in the states who's buying all these brands that are going under and putting them online yeah yeah 100 because because i know someone who bought um woolworths in uk and Turned it and turned it back to what Woolworths was a famous um, like started off as a sweet shop and then built into a big online brand right it's yeah. different to the Woolworths here oh is it yeah different to the Woolworths here not a supermarket but like it was like a, a very popular store in the UK and basically he bought the brand and the domain name Woolworths.com and all that and he yeah. basically turned it back into what it originally was on the high street originally which was a, a sweet shop and just brought all the most popular sweets back so he fucked off all the other inventory they were selling just took it back to its bare roots and killed it online. Like because that's what people wanted. Yeah. People wanted to the nostalgia of going into Woolworths back in nineteen oh two in England and buying penny sweets, just like yeah. so. Or nineteen thirties, forties, fifties. So you can there's a there's a lad locally. I don't know. I, I kind of know him. Peter Andros that's bought Donut Time. 
and he's just took right. it. He's just stripped that back and took it back to. Yeah, because that went he, under, he, didn't he, it? It and went then, under. He bought it out of administration, right. And bought it back, and he's got a few stores up, and he just took it back to like doing these really intricate donuts. That, really, so yeah, he's took okay, it back. I've noticed, so, yeah. so like he's probably so like you know how these donut shops sometimes they go, oh, we'll do coffee, we'll do this, we'll do that. Mm. Like Starbucks, Starbucks said, oh, we'll do this, we'll do that, but then they went back to their coffee model because coffee's what worked. Yeah, they stripped it right back to the coffee because it wasn't about all the other crap that they were selling. Yeah, because that was that was just wasting time See, once again that's creating confusion yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. the basic yeah. the simple things are, are you selling dollar coffees or are you selling the yeah. premium latte $5.50 yeah. coffee and that's where their money is but it's easy even from my experience it's easy to get caught up and try and offer too much and confuse people you got to some when you're in it you got to get onto that yeah. sometimes a bird's eye view and see yeah you got to get you got to get out of your business you do, yeah you have to look at it from a bird's eye view so you can see what's see what the wood is from the trees yes because like, you, you're kind of in this bush and yeah. you're looking at all these green leaves and you're just th- playing but if you zoom out you'll see that you yeah. know you've got to trim this hedge down because this yeah. this is not even the, you're not even in the right place yeah there's a there's a meditation that I do sometimes where you can where you see yourself seeing yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah and you yeah, step yeah. out how, how would you see yourself right now yeah 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 exactly oh you're asking me no 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 I mean, no, no, no I'm just yeah, saying that's that's how, how, there, how would you see and you yeah. sit there and you go oh and you know subconsciously that that you shouldn't you. be doing that's not you but yeah. to truthfully like live through that is is a decision you know you know sometimes like your heart will do something yeah and your head just needs to catch up but it your doesn't head will tell you don't do that and you do it anyway and like it, it's a good way to catch yourself but to, to decide and because it's all a decision like if you can just, just purely decide to do that that's just what it really what you really got to try and get to and, and live out that truth i guess yeah 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 you you were saying before like i was we were talking about competing with amazon right yeah give, give, how, how do you compete with them in terms of like shipping fees and 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 all that kind of stuff like yeah so i always um i don't charge shipping on anything anymore like i just do free shipping like the uh, when i look for a product i look for a product that has to qualify a few things it has to be something that's small yeah small but of value yeah so it solves a problem yeah um that has good benefits it needs to be easy to post it's not going to break in the post it needs to be mechanically at a point where it's not going to have too not, intricate that it has not too issues. many moving parts so yeah it doesn't break yeah it needs to be solid um and yeah all those sorts of things and packaged up not big things like there's a there's a certain thing which i talk about of course what do, you, do, you, do you have like a uh downloadable like cheat sheet or do you teach this teach yeah somewhere? so i this is i teach it like i'm building at the moment a course on how to you know find and, and product research and do yeah. all of that and within that i've written down my guide but um mainly i sit with the one-on-ones and we, we go through that but i eventually want to yeah just scale it up scale it up, scale it up. Yeah, yeah i'd yeah. like to help because this is a big man there's a big opportunity like drop shipping done right is is a game changer oh yeah see I, i've until i met you i'd never known anyone to do it to the level that you've done it to like i've never i've you hear about it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you don't know the guy this is why i wanted to get you on it done right because I want more people to know who Dan is. More people to know what Dan does because not not enough people know that. You well, see, all, yeah, all the pe- all the people that are successful in your industry, mate, that are actually genuinely successful, nobody knows about them. Yeah, because these guys that um, own the own these drop, massive dropshipping courses and that, you, oh. they're, 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 they're not they're not as no. Good. They sometimes now, like I know of some of them, and the guy that I outsource my ads, 
like he's got an agency now I work with him and we were talking about how just general advice like we've seen their courses it's just not dog shit. They, they're more they've moved on to YouTube and selling the courses they're no yeah. longer really building the stores yeah, and it's, yeah. so it's, what they're don't, doesn't yeah, work anymore no and I sort of just been I'm a little bit of a private person I just get my shit done and um, scale it but I would like to help more people because yeah. there's a there's a massive market and now's the time did you know um, e-commerce in the last two months the growth it's had has been equivalent to the last decade wow all with this COVID stuff wow. everyone's online I was already online so wow. my business is like there was two or three of them that just doubled really yeah and the, especially the workshop are ones. we talking doubled in six figure numbers or doubled in five uh, the workshop doubled in uh, not I wouldn't say six over again but yeah. I'm talking monthly sales yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there's five, five figures that yeah. would just double in sales yeah. because we were like people for that business for example want to work on their cars yeah. so everyone's just buying stuff we're running discount codes and things at the moment um, the other stores in the US uh, obviously people are buying more online and that's sort of just Blind. compounded yeah it's it's um, it's exponentially this is the time to like get in there's no better time but you've got to get in now because it's getting it's, in on a recession as well yeah, obviously it's we're, opportunity. We're the biggest opportunity it's the biggest ground landslide grab that you could possibly have in your entire life we are never gonna like see this opportunity and again. even the internet like so was, young it wasn't even a thing when I was at school like right. it, like now there's never I've, we've been in a living, living a time where there was no internet and there was yeah like this transitional this is all new like yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. going to be as easy and yeah. profitable to make it online and you know everyone's going to be online soon at the end of the day you've only got to look at it this way right Gymshark oh, yeah. use Shopify yeah right yeah it's amazing place. places like High Smile use Shopify yeah you know Tammy Hembrow uses Shopify yeah like all these top people in the that are turning over dollars online yeah they're all using Shopify it's stores a powerful like I've used it even before it was like this a, a few years ago it wasn't as good as it is now yeah it's powerful and now man, with the plugins power that baby up and mm. let it there are apps for everything and yeah. yeah crazy it's it's amazing what you can do and um, how you can structure it code it there are so many little cheats yeah. and it is like Going back to that color palette, it's all those little one percent things that add up to a yeah to, to bring that just delivers the whole package. Because I'm trying, I'm trying to talk Dan into teaching me how to to package my knowledge based business and consulting yeah. into into Mate, into info products. Selling sell information on. is yeah, man. If you have a product that you don't have to physically touch touch, yeah, and you're selling information, changer. selling is huge, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. You I'm, just gotta. I'm yeah. gonna off air. I'm gonna talk. We'll do I'm, it. We're doing that. We'll that, package up. Because I, I, I reckon. No, I'll tell you why. Because it, it would be a good thing to also put into to do like a podcast for the step by steps as well yeah. for people that listen to this and get real value out of it. They can yep. listen to the steps and steps of this guide, and we could guide them through it um, through that way yeah, as well. Yeah, it can be a. Um, it can evolve after. into from this into seeing that succeed. Yeah, yeah we yeah, should do that. Yeah, we should definitely, definitely. We should definitely. do that. Give us a give us a bit more of a uh, depth into this then. So so you've got so you've now so, so you, obviously like that's 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 obviously getting the stores up and running this that and the other. Now you've got how many? Um, I lose track. 
I've got, I think, at the moment, because I, I shut them and close them because it's, I've got to be transparent. Like, they all don't do, they aren't all successful. Yeah, this is what I want to get to. So, so okay. It's, I, I have a okay, process. So to, 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 so, to, to, have, to have X amount of, so, so to have, so you've got how many success, what you term, what you deem as successful, how many do you have right now? I would say right now there'd be four or five. The fifth one is just new, that's got, I'd say there'd be four solid. Four solid. Yeah. But how many had to fail for you to get four solid? <sighs> Probably. Really? Truthfully. Rebranding. Um, I would say maybe 10. So ten. Not as much as you think, actually. You so just no, learn very mate, that's amazing. I, I so think, you're you're saying you had to, you're saying you failed. But 10. one of them was like a general store, which had a fucking. I spent so long, so long building this general store, yeah. which had products everywhere in every niche. It was just messy. Yeah, it needs to be clean. You tried to build Amazon on a Shopify. I store. did, and I went. I think big, and I went. Yeah, I did. I went too. Too I big. Went, and too broad is too broad. Yeah. Because um, if you if you're marketing to everybody, you're marketing to nobody. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who are your customers? Who wants this? But they might. Oh, it's confusing. So that's why I went into the niche or one product stores. Like if you're going to build a, a kitchen um, utensil store, you put or you find a ten products that are good. Yeah. You build a niche store in that. Yeah. Or you want a one product store. You you just do one single product. Give 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 the listeners at home. Give them your give them your process to. Um, identify to quickly identify in these, yeah. these winning things so there there is a process I have quite a depth now I outsource a lot of this stuff so I outsource product research I outsource uh, all, all this stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. and tell they just about, come them, back them. to me but I do still enjoy doing it um, I have a process so I'll start um, I'll reverse engineer a successful ad so there's a couple of Things you look for other people that advertise. I do, first. and there's a few ways you can do right, it. Right, yeah. Google, Facebook, but yeah. if I go to Facebook and just search the search bar on Facebook, and you write stuff like "get this now," like literally just that, yeah. or um, or if you want to find a product, search for a product like um, kitchen slicer or whatever, yeah. and then search by videos. But write stuff like "get it now" or um free shipping or some random things like that and you can um, click by videos and sort by views and see the most engagement and go wow this one's been shared 50 60 times it's got 20,000 views with 100,000 comments like it and you go okay what's that product you click on their ad um, you go to their it takes you to their store yeah. and then um, you've got the whole sales process you've, you see yeah you've got their funnel there's also a program called drop point which yeah. I use a lot and you can go in um, search ads for niches in there so once you find that product I'll take that and go to drop point and see if there are other people with the competitors are there um, so you see how many people are selling that same product yeah yeah and then um, from there I'll um, look at um, even Google Trends a little bit if, if I want to go deeper but from the information that I get from that process I can usually take that info and go straight to AliExpress yeah and then find um, the product so I'll search the product yeah um, and then Sort it. If I find it, I'll sort it by orders. This would be best to do as a screen recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, search it by orders. Which, which, we, which we're also doing. So this will also go on YouTube as well. So you'll be able to, yeah. you'll be able to see laid out. Yeah, we'll do a do a quick video on it, and then you search um, by orders. Uh, so you see how many 
are selling and then you go into that product um, you'll see a couple of e-packet versions whether they ship from the states or China you look at the supplier um, and you can very quickly see uh, what the product is if it's branded or an unbranded product and you can reverse engineer what they're selling it for on their website and what they're yeah, getting yeah, it for yeah, you yeah. can work out a margin and go okay that's a supplier I know they can ship that out um, and then you can start like it's okay to start one as something that's going well it's actually yeah. a good thing like yeah, you, yeah 100% You've, yeah, you, you already, use someone else's ad spend to prove your prove yeah, your market yep yeah. and then you build you know you get ideas to build a niche store but you literally sit for hours and just do that and you it's amazing what tangents and where you end up but yeah. yeah AliExpress will find you what are some of the strangest niches without telling people the products what are some of the strangest niches that you've oh. you've gone down a rabbit hole and then you found yourself <laughs> in this niche and then you've been successful in that niche give me the strangest niches oh there's there are some that I haven't even tried because I'm like how is that working there was this one it was actually not long ago and there were it was literally I saw some I saw this ad and it was holding something in between their legs, this big tube and I'm like in the car, I'm like, the hell is that? And then I go look into it and it's like it's sex toy or something, why are they driving with it? And it was literally a, a pee bag like to like to emergency pee. yeah. Emergency pee bag. Emergency pee bag. How, how many do you reckon that was selling? It was going off and I, I can't remember the stats but it was moving. Um, and I just found that is there a specific tool you use to get volumes, or is that that D one? The what? Is there uh, a specific tool that you can use for to get the sales volumes of products for Shopify? Um, oh yes, so you can go into stores and well, you can't see. You know how they have bit links in ads? Yeah. yeah There's a little yeah, trick yeah. that I always use. You use the bit link. You put a plus at the end. Yeah. And then when you do that plus, it'll give you an analytic of how much traffic the store's getting. Really? Yeah. Really? So that... So I, just, just repeat that. There's little tricks. So, 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 so you go in, you... you so a lot the of the bitly ads, link. You're talking about bitly, bitly link. So yeah. if you put a plus sign at the end of a bitly link, it gives you all the, all the analytic data for that bitly link. Yes. Any bitly link in the world. Try it. Yep. You've just dropped it's, it's, the it's biggest a, oh. game changer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, so mate. That, that is that, unbelievable. That helps. And there's also... Well, who taught you that? Who taught you that? I don't even know how I found that. Knowing that for a while, how did I find that? Someone would have dropped it. Mate, unbelievable. Someone that, that is that is that is that if that was a country that would be called Czechoslovakia. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And there's other things like that. Like there's another website that'll tell you that stuff that will crawl the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. But that's show way you easier. Analytics. But this, yeah, but a lot of people don't have the bit bitly, so you have to um find yeah. the ones that have that. But most of the people that do ads, they'll have that click here and like 'cause um you tap that that's just yeah, it's a good trick yeah, and then you go oh, it's getting a lot of traffic and then you can reverse engineer everything from their stores yeah, and you can see there's certain telltales to so see you, whether someone's drop shipping so you're just product. basically telling people to go out and build on previous so the, so the quickest way for people off this podcast to go is to go and get Shopify right yep. go, just go and get Shopify invest your 30 odd dollars a month Get yeah. Shopify. Well, at the moment, they're doing 90-day free trials because it's COVID. No, okay. Go, but go, I don't go. think that's finished, but yeah, they yeah, were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but just email Shopify and ask them for a 90-day free trial. They will do it. They'll yeah. do it. 100% they will do it because it, they're a business at the end of the yeah. day and they, they'll want to help people. And to, when you start selling, you have to um, get finish the trial anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, 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 yeah, I know. But, but 90 days gives them the time to build their one product store, yeah. to, to research their product. Just have a go. Mm. $5 Facebook ads. Yeah. Like... Drive, drive at like you don't have this is the way you learn this yeah. is the way I learn 
with what you I do. do. And you have you, to you just try it. Don't you, you have don't, to do it. You yeah. Don't, you don't know. Nobody knows how no. to make money online day no. one. You just you just listen to someone like that and drop some knowledge yeah. for an hour and a half on a podcast, and you go, do you know what? I'm just going to have a crack. Yeah. He's giving you a few useful tools. And there are some things you might nail the ad and do like $5 ads. Like I, I have a process where I do I launch a number of ad sets yeah. and then I'll do five, $5 ads in all three days and see what I can generate out of that and then kill, kill them. But there's a way, sometimes I'll nail it straight off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some days, sometimes I'll spend like a grand trying to figure that out yeah, yeah, yeah and i always say to people like have a testing budget because it's not an easy game and once you um so just put five hundred dollars you have to, you have to. Test out. yeah and that's it like a lot of people will stop it doesn't work doesn't work the store build is challenging for people but it's that's 20 percent. Like can, can i just say that on that there's a beautiful thing you can do with ad budget so say i started off my business with a thousand dollars in ad budget yeah right and from that $1,000, I made $12,000 in sales. Now I've got a $12,000 ad budget. Yes. Now I roll that $12,000 in, say I make thirty six. Now I've got thirty-six grand. I don't take money out of that budget to pay myself. I just keep rolling it yes. over. And this is what you call, this is what you, this is what you call compounding your ads. This is where people go wrong. They mm. take, they take payment and take money out of the ads and take, yep. they go and make, they go use $500 to make three thousand dollars take two thousand dollars put it in their pocket and then spend five hundred yeah. or a thousand dollars on ads you, you soon find out that you don't make money doing that yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. and i know that yeah reinvesting those profits in into your business to yeah. grow to grow your ad budget yeah, so exactly. you can outspend your competition you can and sometimes you double your ad budget thinking that you're going to double your sales and your sales are less than it was before yeah, yeah like yeah. if it's just yeah, a weird yeah, game yeah. It's, there's, 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 there's some semantics to it but you've got mm. you got to you got to get the right that you can you can sometimes like you say you increase your ad spend to a certain amount and it blows it blows the conversion rate down so you don't you don't want to do that but but yeah. you can find a sweet spot and just ride out the sweet spot yeah you can and you and sometimes you, the sweet spot's just consistent enough just to you know duplicate that in and try and expand it on another one but, but here, here's the thing though Dan right if these people are, if you're only talking about one product stores and, mm. and you can literally give someone a one product store that makes a thousand dollars a week and eight hundred dollars a week profit this is, out of a thousand dollars right yeah the, that's just given a person who listens to this podcast the ability to quit their job that's the power of this yeah that's one store yeah now you, now you think now in, in a year's time you've got four stores yeah. all earning your 52k a year yeah. with a two three four five hundred dollar a week spending yeah. limit and you, which you can ratchet up to increase your revenue on your store you can ratchet it up if you want yeah. to or you can build more yeah exactly even so, if, even if you've got 10 so i always i'm always a big believer in getting one tap dripping and then feeding and then starting the new one yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. like it is it's all and with what i found with the one product and the niche stores your pixel gets really educated like, because you get yeah. what's called lookalike audience. Yeah, so yeah, 100%, you, you yeah. optimize enough sales, and then all of a sudden you can just t- you can just select lookalike, and then off goes your it finds customers. Yeah, yeah, it finds customers, and then you for scale you. that up, yeah, and then 100%. you start your next store. And yeah, it's it's one of those it's it's an exciting process. It never gets old. That Shopify sales sound never gets old. Yeah, <laughs> do, you, do you still have it pinging your mobile every day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like, how many products? through all your stores do you yeah, have you so, sold today how many sold today I look at it and I go oh what was that store from oh that one there's not much margin oh that yeah. one's a good sale yeah, as well yeah, yeah. so like out of the four I probably um, I would have maybe 20 odd 30 sales so on, a, on an average day what how many figures do you reckon you'd make on an average day from Shopify stores 
See, it's so inconsistent, but it averages out over the week, I guess. But if you went down to a day, I would say... Some some days, can you make five figures in a day? Oh, yeah. I've made... um, Yeah, I've, I had a $10,000 day once. Yeah. Um, and that's not just a... Just from niche stores. Yeah, just is, from a one is, store. Which is, which is great, because obviously you've got a lot of businesses anyway, but yeah. that's just from what niche store. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's the one niche store, and there's been um, consistent figure like it's especially the uh, the workshop actually too is is the one that's sort of been really surprising uh, we don't really market that much but the, it's just bricks and mortar business yeah but good, what good, I good good niche what I really like about the one product stores and the targeting it's all US dollars and yeah. obviously make money on rate. the conversion yeah, yeah. plus any sale you make outside a lot of people don't know but any sale you make outside of Australia you don't pay GST on it no way that's a big one yeah Really? No GST on anything else. Because I had my... Are you sure? Yeah, I had my accountant... What, is that just products well, or that's services? That's my accountant said. Um, I, 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 I sell most of my services to American clients. Right. And I've been paying GST on it. Yeah, well, I don't think you have to. You talk to your accountant on that because I had my accountant here. He came to, to us at the workshop and went through the, uh, our trust and then my business partner and then my companies yeah, and then yeah. we just... We have them for the day and he just helps us with everything. Yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah, he... he told me that and I was like what um, okay because I was my margins were GST. all on that yeah yeah um, so you've stopped paying GST on, on, on anything that sells outside of Australia wow yeah wow so depending on where you but are I, if, when if, I target, if, if you're in Australia right now and and uh, and you listen to this podcast, then you'll you'll you, this is something you might be able to apply to your business. If you if you're somewhere else, don't try it. Yeah, we're, yeah. Like yeah. make. I just want to say, yeah, get professional advice. I'm not an accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, like yeah. but that Dan says that I'm just following GST. what I've been told. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. Like that's why I employ someone to look after that side of things because yeah. you can't have all that. You can't do everything. That, that's a good point though. Like getting the right help at the right time. Yeah. Um, like I I haven't got any on ground staff in Australia at the moment. I've got a few like virtual staff in different areas of the world. But I'm thinking about my first on ground hire due to due to scaling recently with a lot of new new business and that. Yeah. But um, what 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 do you reckon the first hire for any business should be? Do you know? I reckon the sooner in what I've learned is sooner you can outsource. And leverage the things that you don't need to do anymore so you can work on and progress the business yeah the better the better because you can get caught up and stay stagnant for years if you try and keep doing everything and like uh, it can keep you it can hold you back and like if you just reinvest spend that little bit of money even if it's hire someone to do do that stuff there's I, I, I go to Fiverr for all something like a lot of people that do mm. I've got this one lady who does all my um inventory spreadsheets daily just to make sure my products are in sync um, mm. with my um, AU store. And you just got her a fiver. Yeah. And you've, yeah. you've employed her for how long now? She's been doing that for about a year. Yeah. Yeah, and she's good. And then you can actually... Australian-based like, or where is she based? Uh, she's India, from India. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've got product videos because I don't even... So when I do my Facebook ads, I don't even... I. I just get my product videos outsourced and everything. Yeah. So I'll get a guy, I've got a guy who's really good who it's taken me a long time to find and he just does all my product ads. Exactly. I, I tell him what I want set in there, goes back and forth with reviews and there's my Facebook ad or I put up my product Fiverr page. again? I found him on Fiverr, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
See, I've I've had a hit and miss with Fiverr. Yeah, I've got, it is. I've got re- I've got really good people off Fiverr. Yeah. I got a really good web designer off Fiverr, and I got a few other good. I got a really good. Uh, the the guy that made the intro to this podcast is a guy in America who makes um, who makes obviously does loads of different sound effects for the music industry, and he's on Fiverr. Yeah. And I paid him decent money on Fiverr, but he. I think he's done a good podcast intro and, and outro for me on this podcast. That was on Fiverr. That's cool. Like, so I mean, like they, those things are good. Like they've got yeah. heaps of people that do that, eh? Yeah. YouTube and, yeah. and I, would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get involved in any of the technicalities of that kind of shit for the amount of money yeah. you can outsource it for. You know, aces in their places. Yeah. You know, I say like if someone, yeah, it, it, you'll spend too long on something that someone else can do in five minutes yeah. and you watch the progress. Like if, if stuff's happening in the background, like you're moving the you're needle. moving and you know you're something else is going on the lev- the feeling of that is just it, it, tell me when your mindset shifted on that though tell me when that moment was um, I used to do this I used to have this thing even my mum and dad were always like I had this thing when I was a kid do it self like I used to do everything yeah, myself yeah. I'd want to do everything myself yeah. and that's probably for me I probably waited too long before I outsource because I actually like to do everything yeah 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 so you become you you wear it like a badge of honour yeah yeah. stupid and it's stupid like why and as soon as I started outsourcing it's only been in the last few years that I've really got to the point where I've let go of things because I find it found it hard now it's easier if I do it like I can do it and I just had too many hats on and you and and that's how you've scaled the Shopify stores to like seven Shopify stores yes the Shopify stores Man, I could not have because now you can outsource like your customer service. Yeah, customers that, that yeah, run everything. Yeah, yeah. So you just fulfill your orders. Yeah, and then 100%. send them out. Like it's amazing what can be done now. And like, who do you use to outsource customer service to? By the way, um, there's a little girl in. Uh, little girl. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a little. Uh, yeah. She's great. And like, how old is she though? <laughs> just uh, clarify for the audience. Yeah, no, she's no, not. She's, she's, I, like, she's like twenty two. I isn't actually she? don't know what she looks like. She just sounds. She yeah, she'd be early 20s for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and she's good. Like I had to say, you know, because they speak plural and proper English and like make mm. it Americanized. Yeah. With, um, They're good at that in the Philippines. They are very good. Very good. And, but to let go and do that was, because um, I used to have templated emails of myself and, and mm. send them all out and ready to go because I knew, because knew what people would just ask the same the question. same questions I'd order a product. Hey, where's my all right? And I'm like, here's your tracking. And it was just the same thing. And you're like, you can spend, it got to the point where, you know, the more sales you do, the more people are going to ask questions. Yeah, you can spend your whole day just doing that. Good FAQ sorts that out as well. Yeah, too. well, FAQ page, I teach that as well, like how to build and what to say. And, and well, your, your questions of, that you get from your first two or three months of sales will form your FAQ page. It does, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can, and you can always use your that. Because you can use your answer emails as the answer on the FAQ page and their question is the question, obviously. Yeah, so sometimes you just direct to there. Yeah. But it's always about shipping and where's my product and all that sort of stuff. But I always try, after learning this game, like I always put in another search thing I use is US supplies because you can, the customers get their product better. Products in like four days, four to seven yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can and you, offer you, fast shipping. As a niche store, to tr- to be more like, align yourself more of like the Amazon model, yeah. rather than trying to, trying to drop it from China, it taking 21 days and the customer being unhappy, yeah. leaving you about to be damaging your reputation. Yeah, that's right. So there's another way, it's another, another filter you can sort like, we're fulfilled in the US, yeah, rather than, yeah. you know, rather than always China. So there's always options to get their items faster. 
so, so, so what's next for you now? Like, where, where, what's, what's, obviously, like, you've got this, you've got your Shopify stores to seven figures, your other businesses doing yeah. great numbers as well, you've got staff in there, you've automated all the Shopify businesses. Yeah. Like, what's the next thing for you now? Well, like, I, I got a little bit bored there a while ago, so I've always wanted to do something. I, I want to finish, I'd like to get a few more stores built that I've got ideas for and get those launched. And I really want to get this, um, so having a bit more time get this workshop and everything moving with the dealership side of things but I really just enjoy helping people build these stores yeah. so I've had a few one-on-ones and they all come at once and we go through it together and I've had last so week group sessions yeah group it was one-on-one and then groups and um, um, everyone's at different levels different techie levels so it's yeah, been yeah, yeah. you have to sometimes dumb it right down or, or if people have a bit of tech experience it's mm. easier um, but when so, you start building this course out though I think that'll level the playing field a bit for you not only will yeah. it give you your time back but it'll also it'll also allow you to upskill people to the level that if they've completed the course then they're, then they're the right level for you to do a consult with yeah. whereas if they haven't they're not qualified to do a consult with you yeah that's right they need to be because I've noticed a lot of people talk just, it they just want to do it and then it comes to the ads and then they don't want to go any further I'm like yeah. well we just built this store if you just do because it's analysis paralysis every day five, like because Facebook ads is confusing mm. like you could it's for anyone that hasn't ever done it there are a lot of things to learn and it's mm. overwhelming and I'm trying to get people through that mm. um, and then just a new ad every day like just keep keep learning and, and try different things and testing and you'll get through that barrier so I'm just trying to educate that side of things but I would like to really take more people through that and on a, on a bigger scale and, and help them you know, get successful stores. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mean, I mean, I mean, it's good. But one thing I want to touch on that a lot, because you touched back on the workshop and that, a lot of mm. people don't realise that you used to sleep in that workshop. Oh, like, because yeah. because you've missed yeah. that bit out. Yeah, I think yeah, you missed this bit out of the story, <laughs> right? So just to get just to let, let you know, yeah. I don't want to finish this podcast without you t- talking about this because this is really important. Yeah, well, I, I guess. Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up, um, but like, you got to be. That's just I'm quite transparent, and it's in the fact that when I had that, and then when my dropshipping business in Australia just started disappearing, I um, this warehouse things were tied again, and I ended up decided I could just live there and save on rent. Yeah. So how, how long did you live there for? Um, I lived there for nearly two years. Really? Yeah. Did you build a nice place inside though? Yeah, it had a mezzanine upstairs. I put a nice shower in. Actually, it was nicer. It was better than you think. It was pretty decked out. Yeah. But also, I didn't need to spend that long there. I just got really in the routine, and yeah, and even girlfriend at the time was like, I, she didn't like it there, and I now understand that. Yeah. Um, but because it was a workplace, but I I was so in the zone that I just was like this is what it's going to take and I was just every bit of cash was just reinvesting into mm. learning or whatever and then um, putting it back into the business buying stock you know just learning that game I just think it's so important to stress how how, how it's not an easy journey it's not an easy journey but <laughs> not only that it's like 
you have to constantly invest in yourself to keep breaking through these barriers. Yeah. Like you're not, no, no one's going to come and give you like 50 grand revenue a month no. US that you, while you're in Australia and allow you to sit on the beach and not have no employees and four hour work week. It doesn't. Um, and no one, no one just, no one just drops that in your lap. And yeah. I think another important thing is what I learned the hard way was I had, I made it really well there for a while. Things were mm. going great and then I lost it. Yeah. Because you got cocky or whatever, and did you um, ever keep a cash surplus on the sidelines? Yeah, I had. Yeah, but it it was disappearing pretty quickly, yeah. and there was a bit of survival mode coming back into play. Mm. And that's when you that's when you operate the worst. Yeah, I think I think I think most well, the poor man pays twice. If you know yeah, what I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes twice as long. You got to do everything fast. You can't yeah, leverage. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. It's it's a lot of things that you need to. Yeah, it's 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 harder when you're like that and. Yeah. Especially How many years worth of cash would you would you say is not ideal to have on once you start once you start making bank in anything? How yeah. many years of cash should you have on the sidelines? You no, know, I've never really thought that out. But I used to always say like three months of salary. But that that's, was that's going, not that a was lot, going though. back a long time. That's not a lot. It's not. But I think two years. It's not enough. I think two years. Yeah, two years. I mean, because you get a little bit of freedom in that. I think 104 grand is how much cash you need. 104. That's, 104 that's 50k, grand. 52. I reckon you need $1,000 a week. Like for oh. if, if, and, let, and if you've got staff, I reckon you double that. Because you've yeah. got to pay them. Yeah. Like, do you know, if you've got one member of staff, you double it. If you've got two members of staff, you double it again. Yeah. I, reckon it's 100, I, I think you need 104... I've estimated out two years a grand a week per person that you have. Yeah. So if you, if you're on your own, it's hundred and four grand. And you could do that quite. You could live off a grand a week quite comfortably. Yeah, but it just gives you enough thinking time. Yeah, it does. It gives you. Yeah. You, you could literally piss around for a year and still have a year to think about what you're going to do next. Yeah. And I don't ever envisage needing that much time, but I just think hundred and four k to me and why I operate with that mindset is the fact that 104k to me allows me an, uh, enough time to fight a legal case if a, if a legal case came up it allows me yeah the time. unknowns yeah well uh, it allows me to pay for it for a medical bill that i didn't know was coming up it allows me to buy <laughs> a new car and it allows me to a year to sit on the beach well here's the other thing i didn't mention like in 2015 one of those things i got audited by the tax department i've been there mate been yeah there. Oh, shit. They, and do they take you through the ring of the ATO in Australia? Yes. The, I got, like, it cost me a fair bit. And then... Um, what, what, when you say a fair bit, are we talking, like, how many figures are we talking? Um, five. That's, that's Like, it yeah. wasn't too bad. What, but a it high was, five or a low five? Oh, pretty low. Mid, low to mid, but it wasn't... Yeah, but still, that's still, still 25 low. to 50k. But back then, it wasn't... That was a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was a bit... It was the most scary thing... And it goes on for 12 the months. The most stressful thing. It went on for ages. And you, they keep an eye on you. Um, for years. Yeah. There yeah. was a GST discrepancy. I threw up a red flag because I went from earning like 30 or 40 to um, 50K to 400K. And then it just went, that's yeah. what the red flag was. Yeah. And then um, they, I yeah. got spiked. And at that time, they said they employed 1,000 staff purely just to audit people. Mm. So they could see I was trying and doing they everything. They use AI right. to throw up orders. They now. do, and then my, my accountant, we from that point on, we set up trusts and set everything up properly. I I still can't get my head around how it's set up, but that's but, but, for him but, to. But, but but I I operate through trusts as well, and the, and the reason the reason for for using using the trusts and everything like that is it just allows you to be allows you to be more tax efficient. As totally, a yeah. It, 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 you're always 
basically a trust allows you to your front end company if you're if someone brings a legal case to the front end of your company the company holds no money so the mm. company can't be taken for any money the company could shut down tomorrow and you could set up a new front end company on your company and i'm not saying ideally you'd want to do that but if someone comes to you with a, a legal case for x amount of millions of pounds or dollars mm. or cent or whatever like if someone comes at your door and wants you for that money and they're not going away you could just you could just fold it and set up a new one in a different name yeah. next day and they can't come yeah. after you so that's why trusts are so yeah. good in that respect, in my yeah. opinion, because you need to be one stage removed. Yeah, you've got to be. You you've, got to, you've got to protect your assets. And there are there. benefits, like you said, with tax, and there's super benefits you can yeah. do to lower, put it in super, yeah, and lower yeah, yeah, your yeah, yeah, tax yeah, thresholds yeah, yeah, and things. Yeah. Like there's all these little advantages. There's so, there's so many. If you've got a good accountant that actually actually wants to help you and structure you right, there's mm. so many things you can do to minimise it. But the, but the most important thing that people can learn in this podcast is how to get off your ass and go and set a Shopify up to go and actually earn the money oh, first. Yeah. Because I know so many people that are worried about mitigating tax and not earning no money. I'm like, what are you worried about tax Crazy. for? You're not, go turn over a dollar first. Do you know what the solution is to that? Earn more money. Earn more money. Well, yeah, well the thing is, what people don't understand is... <laughs> You've got the ability. It's pay, not capped. Paying tax is a good thing because I want to pay more tax. Yes. yes. I want to pay more tax. Yeah. And people are like, what do, you want, what do you mean? I'm like, because if I'm paying a shitload of tax, I'm earning a shitload of money. Man. Yeah. Like... Because I, 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 I work on you. 50%. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll chuck 50% away. Yeah. I, all I, the time. I, every, like, I, 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 mate, because of, because of the industry I'm in, like and the profit margins on my industry yeah. because 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 of what I do is a highly skilled job. There's no shipping, but, but there's no shipping, no handling. But because of that, like you can, I stick in like 70 percent a month into the tax account of of the earnings, and I pay myself a peppercorn thousand dollars a week. I only I only ever pay myself thousand dollars a week. I don't buy no fucking dumb shit, mm. and then I and then I I invest like. The rest, of, the rest of the money in the gap into advertising and and stock market of, of yeah. stocks of my choice, and and then the tax account, and then when I get to the end of the tax year, I pay the account and I pay the tax man. I got a big lump there, and I'm like, oh, bonus, bonus, yeah, thank you. We do the same like, thing, yeah, and I can go and invest that in what I want to, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's few, the product. That's, that's the end of it. We have a few accounts set up that you know that just we don't see that. Just send it there, yeah, send yeah, it there, yeah. send it there. I got like diff, nine bank accounts or something, and just, yeah. everything goes. To a point, and then you don't have to worry about. So, do you stuff. set up a different Shopify store, like one Shopify store to pay for your car, one Shopify store to pay for your house, one Shopify store to pay for your factory, one Shopify store to pay for this? Because like, you could do it like that, you know. Yeah, you totally could. It's all a little bit messy because everything, but but the workshop comes into a trust which pays into my account, so that's a separate thing. Yeah. And each store, yeah, each store comes into the same yeah, yeah, account. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it all just. And it's weird. Shopify payments are like every couple of days. So you're getting every couple chunks, of days. Chunks, 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 chunks yes. on each store. So you just don't... It's sometimes really hard to track, but um, mate, that's why I have an accountant. Mate, mate, that's it. And that's why you should always have an accountant. Yeah. But where can people find you? Like, t- tell them where they can find yeah. you. So, so give, 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 it, give them your physical business if they want to bring their... Super, um, they want to get super oh, it, for that side of things, yeah, we're in Burley on the Gold Coast. This company's called My Car Workshop. So yeah. we specialise in Subarus. Um parts service uh we've just got a big service thing happening um yeah we we buy and sell we sell car yeah. we help people sell the car too it's another extension yeah, um uh, help people buy cars but yeah we're we've got a you got a, a one-stop shop for the car game yeah pretty much and it, it's a good thing so come in you're welcome to come get come, your car come check it out set your service yeah i'm gonna get my i'm gonna get come my down. car service there hopefully you're not gonna rob me no but um we'll look after but, you uh, what 
if they want to get in touch with you, where's the best place to get in touch with you? Instagram? Um, yeah, definitely. Probably my Instagram. Like, Tell um, them, give, spell it out and give them your Instagram. Okay, my now. Instagram is um, Dan Meffin. No, yeah, D-A-N underscore Meffin. M-E-F-F-A-N. So the F's. <laughs> You're having to think about that. Yeah, I think that's what it, yeah. Daniel yeah. Meffin. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. F. And we'll put the, we'll put his Instagram in the show yeah. notes as well, so you've got that, guys. And if so. anyone's got questions, like feel free to follow. DM and, and, what, me. And, and what's and and if 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 you if you eat, if you message him from this podcast, what's the one word that they slide in your DMs with? Frankie sent me. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone uses three words. Just put yeah, just slide in with Frankie sent me. If you, yeah. if, you if you if you slide into his DMs on Instagram, I'll tag him in the, in in my Instagram stories. I'll tag him yeah. in the podcast show notes. I'll also put the links in the show notes to to Dan's website uh, and, and maybe even a few of his if he if he decides to and he wants to uh, send you to one of his general stores for products. I'm sure mm-hmm. we could put a few of those in as well. I have to discuss that with him. But Dan, is there anything you've got to tell people before we leave? Look. If anyone, look, I like talking about the game. If anyone wants to ask questions, I'm open to and, chat. And, um, just by the game, you mean Shopify, not stripping? Yeah, yes. <laughs> not teaching you yeah, how yeah. to grind yeah, or anything like that. Yeah, um, but yeah no, I'm, I just think it's, I'd like to see more people get into it. It's an opportunity that's so new and it's something that has so much potential. Even yeah. now, like it's not even half saturated and the growth we've had in the last few months this is the, guys this is the this is the time hey this yeah. is the time yeah. get, get in there get in there get on board if you want to get started hit me up I'm happy to steer you in the right direction and help you out legend um, yeah that's it and thank you very much for being on the Frankie Mate, podcast thank you it was awesome I appreciate appreciate all the the good chat always thanks brother thanks brother Let, guys this that's it for uh, this episode I'm going to come back next week with another episode. We've got some other top guests planned. Um, we've got some real good content coming out. Just look, I'd love it if you just drop a share and subscribe Subscribe to obviously the podcast. Um, I'll be putting episodes on YouTube as well. Just like any support, any shares, any positivity that you can spread in regards to this podcast and what we're doing or what I'm trying to do and, and trying to get people to do is uh, fantastic. Thank you very much for your time and your listening time. I appreciate this was a long one and hope we've dropped some massive value. Much love. Thank you very much. Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee Podcast.